to the Friday night, everyone. Friday the 24th of September 2021. Welcome to the show. We're here till about 10.30, 10.40 on average. My name's Thane Kirby, and we've got Sophia Mantel with us. And it is Talk Back with Thane and Sophia. Sophia, how are you? Great. How are you? Fantastic. Um, today, in 2009, we lost Sir Howard Morrison. So I'm wondering if Benny could find a nice little video for Cardia Mai or something like that, or how great they are that we can kind of like pop on a bit later on. Um, highlight of you. Oh, you're not feeling well today, are you? You're not feeling well. You know what? I'm not. I had to scrape myself off the couch and uh, I just did a couple of jumping jacks and I was like, I'm here for it. I'm here oh, for the show. But wow. I have been feeling not fantastic. Okay. Uh, well, I just hope for the best that you are going to feel a little bit better. Um, you know, the show needs you. Are you good on the show? The show agrees with you. Mm. Um, let's bring in our expert comments man right now. And also, he's a big piece of the facts that go down here on the show. Here he is, Benny Mac. Benny Mac on a Friday. Welcome, man. How are you? Mm hmm. Oh. Absolutely brilliant, my friend, and um, excited. I mean, you just mentioned uh, Sir Howie. Uh, I remember he did a charity horseback ride across Aotearoa. That must have been around 1988. Um, I was there, and, uh, you know, gold coin donation. Uh, it was uh, Aroha Nui. That's why I don't know who we're talking about, because I was literally born. Yeah. On that date. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, a real, real, uh, a real sort of a Maori crooner, and even had a quartet, and it was just very classical. I actually have had a look for some archive footage, Thane, as you asked, yeah. And I've actually managed to um, delve into the archives with some Miss New Zealand show footage from 1963, How a good performance is that? by Sir Howard Morrison Quartet. Okay. I don't think he was a sir back then, but. Uh, he certainly is. Boy, he wandered into the hearts and minds of New Zealanders everywhere, didn't he? With that crooning voice. Absolutely. And then, of course, his son um, came and followed in his footsteps. And just a lot of uh, a real sort of arts and acting uh, musical heritage. And, uh, I mean, song is an intrinsic part of uh, Te Aroa and the Maori culture. And I uh, we wholeheartedly support uh, that mahi. Oh, well said, well said. Uh, mm. We'll come back to you um, this evening with some more um, uh, from the facts and figures and, and your bunker there. I've got to welcome in Luke Dello. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Great team. You're all well, Sophia. Sorry that you're not feeling the best, but um, hey, Thanks. great job dragging yourself. It, uh, you know. It's got to be done. You have to That's do showbiz. That's showbiz, isn't it, Luke? No, just not stop if you're lying in the bed. <laughs> yeah. Howard Morrison, guys. Look at this. Oh. This is young Howie. Roll it down for us, mate. <laughs> what a group. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Oh, 
Remember, they all work at KFC. The boat. <laughs> He's on the India to the right. He's not on Mike. He's the tour guide to the right. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, there he is. There they are. Thanks, Sean. How are you, mate? Um, yeah. Howie Morrison, 2009. 2009? He died. Sean asks, what the F am I watching? So if he wasn't there, Sean, I wish I could tell you. I, I just don't know. Yeah. It's confusing yeah. at best. Big significance but. today, too. And Maria, well, you know, uh, Walker Nathan, the Black Panther yeah. died today. He was a great, great All Black. Number six, fantastic. I remember meeting the Black Panther a few times in my days back in um, uh, South Auckland bars because he used to be a line rep, a rep, a booze rep back right, in the day. Okay. And what a great booze rep to meet back for a kid like myself, meeting the Black Panther, Walker Nathan. Did he but, have big hands? Like, g'day, mate, was he always, you know? You saw him when he came in, mate. You know, he shook the hand. He first jugged down the, down the chops. Then we talk about a business, second, third, fourth. It was, it was a great man to see in the pub. Because back in those days, if you're a sports star, you went straight into selling beers. Lion Breweries, DB Breweries. And isn't it weird now, because when you're a sports star, you kind of get straight into owning a new world or something like that, eh? They've all gone to supermarkets. Yeah, it's all changed. It's all changed. But back to Howard Morrison, the first time I ever met Howard Morrison was when I was seven years old back in 1979 yeah. uh, down at the DB Pub Hotel in Rotorua. He was performing at New Year's Eve. And uh, I met that great man, and uh, what a great man he was. He got me on the stage. We did a bit of a song together. I was shy, but, uh, you know, that's, this is why I'm who I am now. You know? Yeah, look at you. From that now. moment. Take a look at him now. Evening, Zared. Good evening, mate. Um, we, we've got a really good show tonight, guys. Uh, coming up in about two minutes' time, Lisa King uh, from Eat My Lunch. Uh, she did something before that. Does anyone know what she did before that? Was she in some burger joint or something like that? Well, I'm sure we can ask her. Yeah. And then she went on to do the AF drinks. Now, Sophia, you're a fan of AF drinks? I've oh. never tried them. I'm a right. fan of the concept. I'm a fan of the category. Yes. Being a non-drinker, mm. I'm all about it. Seed lip, it's a bit shit. Right, yeah. So she's on the show. Also, we've got a guy called Josh Clark. Now, Josh, um, he's going to provide some entertainment. He sat down at his keyboard tonight, ladies and gentlemen, ready to belt out some Elton John hits for you. So choose one and make sure you message us through. All your messages end up on the uh, on the comment section here all night long. Plus, there is a link to get into the program. So where you Luke sitting, you can join us as well and uh, have a little bit of a natter, have a little bit of a chat. And then we're supposed to – sorry, Manny? Try and bump me off. Yeah, well, we'll try and bump him off. Impossible. Um, yeah. But also we've got uh, Timmy Mullins, if he gets back from golf on time. And this guy is uh, currently in Thailand. Um, he's an OnlyFans creator, and uh, he's paying off two big resorts uh, through pornography. So, wow, what a show. Well, well. Okay, okay, okay. Good yeah. show. Um, now, I think we could have someone here. I think we've got Lisa ready to grow. So, everybody, hold the line. Let's do this. Best, best behaviour. Lisa, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, everyone. Fantastic. Hey, I want to bring in uh, Luke Dello. He's joining us as well. This is Sophia Mantel. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good, thanks. 
So you are behind Eat My Lunch, is that correct? Yes, that's right. Wow. Started oh, it's six and a half years ago from my home kitchen. Amazing. So how did you get that started? Where did that come from? Yeah, so I was actually working um, for lots of big food companies like Cadbury's and, um, you know, Bluebird Chips and Fonterra's. And so, you know, I was always really into food, um, but always felt a little bit hypocritical about selling fat and sugar to the New Zealand public. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you doing for them? Uh, marketing. Okay, yep. Yeah, and then I saw this story on Campbell Live where they were doing the lunchbox comparisons of, um, you know, kids bringing lunches to school at a decile 10 school versus a decile 1 school. Yep. And it just had such an impact on me and I just knew I wanted to do something about it. Um, And so, yeah, I came up with the idea of Eat My Lunch, um, quit my corporate job, um, talked to Chef Michael Meredith and got him on board. Isn't he a sexy man? Isn't he a sexy man, Lisa? <laughs> He's quite sexy. He's got yep. that vibe, doesn't he? Oh. Put your hand up if you want to go out with Michael Meredith. They say that, you know, those um, men with two first names. Yes. I mean, one's a woman's name, but like, yeah. they're still two first names. How, how satisfying was it to leave your corporate job? I mean, were you waiting for any kind of trigger to then go, right, here's my resignation and it's done? Yeah, well, I thought I would give it nine months, you know, and still have my corporate job just to make mm-hmm. sure I still had some money coming in because you yeah. just don't know how things are going to go. But mm-hmm. after the first week, I rang them and I said, hey, I, I'm not coming back. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. What part of did you grow up in, Lisa? Uh, so I grew up in Auckland. Um, I was born in Hong Kong and I've been, we came out to New Zealand when I was two years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. What part of Auckland? Um, central, north or uh, yeah, south? Central. 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 So I've had a very privileged upbringing. Um, and, and I think, you know, with that comes this desire to make sure that, you know, you give as much back as you can and, um, yeah. You know what I really love. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Karen. What I really love with my kids is that I get to show them that not everyone has the same opportunities that they yeah. they do. And not everybody feels that way as well. You know, there are plenty of people out there who are privileged who just don't even recognise that and don't respond in that way. They don't feel that they need to give back. They continue to just do their thing. So kudos to you. Um, it's amazing. And it seems that what's well, obviously doing incredibly well. Um, from a business perspective, how do you? How did you get into it and work out that you were able to financially just create something that you could give back how is it viable do you have people that that come in and do things with you and give you a better price or how do you how do you manage it yeah and I think it's one of those things particularly in food you know cost is everything because food is really expensive you don't make a lot of money so yeah we spend a lot of time um, my business partner and I working out the costs and going how we're actually going to make this work and what do we need to charge a customer buying a lunch in order to fund that free lunch for a kid as well Mm -hmm. and how do we make it as efficiently as possible Um, and so one of the ways that we kind of thought would help and would be really cool was to get volunteers to make the lunches for the kids yep and so even from when we started my home you know every morning we'd have like 25 strangers turn up come and make all the lunches for the kids and we to this day, like we've had probably around 30,000 volunteers and, you know, to this day we still have like 
all the volunteer spots for the rest of the year have been taken up. Yeah, one of my girlfriends actually did it just before we went into lockdown um, and I, she put it on her story and I thought, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm going to go and do that. And it, it seems like one of those things that's everyone wants to do it and then you go on and it's exactly. like booked out and you're like, what? Yeah. And also <laughs> it's a nice it's a nice way of texting people back, sorry, can't this morning, I'm volunteering for Eat My Lunch. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> nice one. How does that side of things work? I mean, it's a really complicated, at one point um, in about 2013, I started a, a sort of um, a niche food delivery business that was for people who had uh, like gluten intolerance or dairy intolerance and things like that. And one of the key problems for us at that point was that no one owned uh, any refrigerated trucks. So mm. unless you were a countdown or you were, you know, a mega business, you just couldn't afford to buy them. They're about $30,000 for a yeah. pretty crappy yeah. one, you know. And yeah. couriers were not really willing to take perishable items and have that. Um, liability sitting on them if something didn't get delivered or delivered and then it was sitting outside or something how do you get around that stuff i mean how do you how do you make sure everything's delivered and to the right person at the right time yeah, so um, we figured out really quickly, we actually had to do our own deliveries. So we started, you know, with third party couriers and it just wasn't working. Mm. Um, and so we actually um, bought in our own drivers and our own cars. So you might have seen like the Eat My Lunch minis going yeah. around town. Um, and we just invested a lot in our logistics system. So we um, like we have such a small window to deliver to, you know, you can't de- deliver lunch in the afternoon. Yeah, so, um, we're very much a you know, very slick. It's complex, but it's a very slick kind of logistics and supply chain business because mm-hmm. um, we have such a short window. So yeah, we do all our own deliveries um, to you know our corporate customers who buy lunches, and also to all the schools. So at the moment, um, we became a supplier to the government's school healthy lunches program. And so right now we're doing about, or before lockdown, about 18,000 lunches a day to kids. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, Lisa, wow. Uh, tell, Lisa, I want to talk about AF drinks. That was my saviour during Dry July. I yeah. love it. and Thompson got right behind it. We did a little uh, promotion within Barthen and Thompson with AF drinks. And the first time I put it to my lips, I'm going, that's it. That's fantastic. What a great idea. What a great flavour. Great concept. Tell us. Tell us about it. Yeah, so just before the first lockdown last year, I decided to stop drinking for a while. Um, I had had like bouts of vertigo. And every time I had vertigo, I realized I'd also had a gin and tonic. So I thought, I'm just going to stop drinking for a while, see if that works. And, you know, I was just really disappointed with the lack of options. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you go out and all you get is like, a soft drink or juice um, and you know you're paying kind of the same amount of money and you don't want to drink something sugary all night long when you're out Um, and you want something a bit more complex and adult and then um, what's also been really surprising is just I think people were very like what's wrong with you like you know why why aren't you drinking like are you pregnant you know all these questions and I just thought how odd like I'm making a good choice Mm -hmm. but um, I'm kind of I felt a little bit like I had to hide it um, and embarrassed because I wasn't drinking Um, so just through really kind of 
I just thought there's such a lack of really great options. I'm just going to make my own. And um, so through lockdown last year, I got a team together. We talked to a flavor house and started developing products. And of course, you know, I was missing my G&Ts. So that was the first kind of range that we developed. Um, and we also really recognized that, you know, people drink not just for the taste, but mm-hmm. that sensation and the feeling of drinking. So there's something in there called Afterglow. And it's like gives you the little burn as you're drinking. Um, wow. And what is that? What is that afterglow? Is it? Because um, I was going to ask this question. Is it, is it like a chili? Like a paprika? What is it? Because that's what I feel like about. Yeah, it's a natural heat extract, um, and it's perfectly safe. Completely natural. It's also a natural aphrodisiac. So it like. Opens up a lot of it um, <laughs> to make that work. It's really interesting because I stopped drinking. Oh, would be five years next March, so quite a long time ago. Um, and there was nothing. There was like Seedlip was just starting to come around. Uh, I think they they were not ranged in New Zealand whatsoever. Um, and again, you know, like you, if I went out in here, it was like a Diet Coke or something. There's only so many of those you can drink. Mm. Then there's the comments. Then there's the, you know, people just start getting really annoying. And there's all sorts of aspects to that um, that play a part of it. And then, you know, when I did try seed lip and things like that, it was like, well, this is kind of disgusting and has no real... I don't know. It doesn't have any connection to when you would have a drink. Not that you want it to necessarily, but that afterglow is a really interesting concept. Um, who came up with that? Was that part of your team? Yeah, I have like the most incredible team. Um, you know, I've got the best creative director in New Zealand, one of the best brand strategists in Australasia, one of the best designers in the country. And we just have a lot of fun. Um, but you know, we all kind of have our own relationship with alcohol and some of us had kind of given up, some of us stopped for a while and got back onto it. Uh, one of the guys had a motorbike accident so he couldn't actually drink for like nine months. But, um, you know, when you do taste some of those other alternatives, it's like something's missing, like yeah. the texture, the depth, the warmth of it. And so, yeah, it was really important that we had something in there that mimicked it. Um, we wanted it to taste just like a DNT. So yeah, that's incredible because you don't want it to replicate alcohol. No. But you, you know, there is always something missing. You're like, mm. you yeah, know, if you don't have that thing, and that is what it is. It's yeah. quite amazing. But at least you're giving some value, right? Like you said, they're always overpriced, and you feel a little bit ripped off. You know, oh, it's got zero alcohol. I'm just drinking a Coke. Awesome. Yeah. And what? How much do you want for it? Like twelve dollars? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> It's yeah. interesting, Lisa. I've been in the bar in the hospitality game for thirty years now, and, and over that time of thirty years, it was always my sister lives in London, been over there for twenty odd years. But she goes, Luke, non-alcoholic cocktail bars are going off in Europe. One yeah. you do, and I'm scratching my head, going, "How's this going to work?" And then I'm looking at society. Society's changing. Alcohol is one of the biggest drugs in the world, and then then I'm having this great product, AF. And I can quite proudly go out now, and I'm going, oh, you're not drinking it? Yeah, I'm not drinking. And people don't actually look at me like I'm a leper. That's quite yeah. good. It's good products. What's wrong with you, mate? What's wrong with you? Come on, have a drink. That's not Kiwi bloody, you know, rah, rah, yeah. rah. It's like, no, and it's 
But I think people they people feel that way because it puts into question their own behaviour, and that's quite confronting. And I think that even and it's a weird weird way to say it, but if you have something, for example, an AF drink in front of you, I think that lets other people off the hook of having to like see that you're not drinking you still have something slightly elaborate it's you know more acceptable it doesn't feel so threatening of like you're having a soda water and i'm up to my third glass of wine you know it's like yeah. people don't want to see that and it makes yeah. them feel I but suppose- i think what we want to do too with af is you know it's not just a nice drink but it's actually starting to make not drinking more acceptable and yeah. you know why we haven't what you know you can see from tobacco like you know telling people they're going to get lung cancer or they're going to die from smoking doesn't actually stop people from uh, from smoking and we kind of went let's take the other approach and actually make not drinking really cool and sexy and aspirational and fun and trendy and you know get everyone onto it so it's this thing that people want to do and when you look at people who don't drink like your Pharrell Williams, Bradley Cooper, Naomi Campbell, um, you know, Blake Lively, there's all these cool people that don't drink and it's mm. like Look if we shine a light on that and go, hey, you don't need alcohol to be successful and have fun and be cool and sexy, um, mm. it kind of makes it more acceptable and kind of, hey, maybe this is what I want to try for a while. It's an expensive business. I've found I've gone into um, wellness products and uh, natural skincare. And when you look at things like this from a business perspective, and excuse me, everyone, if this is super boring, but from my own point of view, I'm like, this is a huge amount of money you've invested into this. I, like, that is a lot of cash. Even to do one flavor in a bottle customized all of the work that goes into it like just it's it's incredible so well done you and doing eat my lunch at the same time like i bow down i bow down that's a huge <laughs> thing to do and, um, can so ask, and cans oh my god i'm just can like I ask just quickly how what it sounds like are new zealanders going for it yeah i yeah when we first started this category didn't exist in the supermarket and so they're like where do we even put this you know and they gave us like the tiny little half a shelf next to the tonic waters um now there's you know four full bays of it um, in the largest supermarkets um you know we've just got permanent ranging and countdown so we're in over 350 stores throughout new zealand um you know air new zealand served af on flights during july um, wow. Yeah, so, you know, we're definitely getting a lot of traction and a lot of momentum. And um, it's so cool to see everyone just accept it and jump on board and go, yeah, we get so much feedback from people going, oh, I've, this is what I've been wanting or mm. this is missing from the market and I just love this. And it's not just for people who aren't drinking full stop, but, you know, it's actually about moderating. A lot of people drink um alcohol-free drinks in the same occasion they drink alcoholic drinks yeah. so we just want people to be a little bit more mindful and kind of go yeah i can how cut the, back how the calories lisa how are the calories because i lost 13 kgs over uh, dry july yeah yeah so like every um bowl of gnt is about 50 to 55 calories it's you know four percent sugar 
gluten-free, vegetarian, oh, right. vegan, right. Um, all that natural. Was, was nice. <laughs> and how would you perfect pour me a dark and stormy? If I came to your house, how would you perfect pour me a dark and stormy AF? Beautiful, like, crystal whiskey tumbler with a big round sphere of ice and, you know, the dark and stormy uh, made with squeeze of lime um, oh, yeah. and cinnamon stick just to make it a little bit fancy but i think you know that's the experience of drinking that's any right. drink very cool mm. hey what does af stand for joe ford says it is, is it <laughs> alcohol free not the other one not the other one i can't stand for the other one too i mean we just wanted you know brand that was really fun that we could have a you know play with and you know make people take a second look and go af um you know and it Something that you're like you're not embarrassed to be seen with. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, so you're a serial entrepreneur now. You've had two um, home runs out of this. Uh, what are you working on next? Do you think? Because I mean, it's got to be in your blood to start something else. <laughs> it's um, it's really hard not to run off and do the next thing. You know, like yeah. um, AF's only been in the market for nine months, so you know we haven't even been around for very long, and so there's still quite a lot to do. And it's really cool to be leading this new category. Mm. Um, and really establishing that in New Zealand. I think, you know, we want to definitely take AEF overseas. Um, I have a lot of other ideas. Um, kind of something that's bugging me at the moment is just the monopoly of supermarkets and, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. do some talking about that earlier, actually, uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. It's, it's not ideal. Yeah, so that's in the back of my mind at the moment. Well done, well done. Well, you're an amazing person. I'm just wondering, you know, if no one knows about AF, how, how do they get the product? Is it in the supermarkets? Is it in Glengarry's as well and all those sort of places? So it's in a lot of liquor outlets like your liquor lands, bottle um, It's going to be in Countdown at level two. Um, it's in most new worlds around the country or they can Farrow's. also order online. Pharaohs? At Pharaohs, yep. Yep. How's my little Canadian man going? Cows. <laughs> He's good. Is he the one that fell off his bike? No, no, it wasn't. It was Nick who fell off his bike. But, um, no. Yeah, no, we have an amazing team. It's so much fun. And I think, you know, having such a fun brand, like all our meetings, we come up with crazy ideas. Um, oh, well. yeah. Hey, um, we might spend, uh, send the uh, sponsorship proposal to AF guys there. Eh? What do you reckon? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> hey, thank you very much, Lisa. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for speaking to us. Uh, and we, we, we look forward to watching your journey and the story unfold. You're doing very well. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a great no night. Thanks, Lisa. See you, See you later. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Wow, how about that? What a cool lady. What a so great cool. lady. Man, it is hard to do what yeah. she has it done. certainly is i love that product um i was thinking about maybe starting up a fake weed brand and calling it lit af mm. oh the vape oh right uh, okay yeah <laughs> i like how you know when you smoke it you get lit af anyway got it. um yeah. ex- excellent product helping the school kids i remember it was always hard trying to get well nourished at school and there's nothing worse than um being hungry when you're trying to learn and trying to retain that knowledge yeah i was always i used to go through the school bags at uh, school and pick out the lunches right uh, so that's other very people cowardly of you lunchless when you were around 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I around and, yeah, hey, look, that's how we survived in South Auckland. Um, you know, I love, them, I, I love every time you have a guest on. You love to make sure that if they dial in in South Auckland, mate, you are like the mayor of South Auckland. Hey, um, also, I love that during that interview, we're both drinking alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it. Well, what you can do is you can have your alcohol drink and then you have your AF yeah. and then you have your alcohol. So you can sort of actually stretch your night out. You can actually get ramp it up even on a smoother trajectory towards your win. Mm. Yeah. What are you What are you pouring there? I've got a Taylor's Fine Tawny Port tonight. Right. I'm that just is exemplary. I'll be putting on my smoker's jacket shortly. What do you reckon to people? Um, are they? Are they? What are the wine categories like? What's Eden Vale like? Is that any good? They're not oh, terrible. Terrible. I tried. That was one of the things about uh, Midnight Garden. I tried to do an alcohol-free section. Right. It was the hardest thing ever to do because the wine was crap. The, you know, the, the the sparkling grape juice was crap. Then we tried to make some alcohol-free cocktails, and obviously Lisa's just absolutely nailed it. But you know, it's. Crap, that non-alcoholic cocktail scene is terrible, but it's getting better and better and better. Yeah. Um, but we tried, we tried. How do you find the uh, wines, uh, Sophia, you know, the alcohol-free ones, Eden Vals? Um, yeah, look, I think it depends on what you're trying to achieve. If you are drinking regularly and then you're trying to replicate drinking, you're not going to get what you want out of it because it's not the same. And I don't think many non-alcoholic drinks are going to be the same as an alcoholic drink. I don't mind it. Uh, I don't drink it all the time. I don't feel like it's something that I would want to do all the time because it's just sort of pointless. Do you know what I mean? But um, I didn't find them bad. I didn't find them bad. No. Look at look look at Delaware. He looks like he's a solo wife, a uh, solo mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is my latest one I got from the op shop oh, today. Who's giving you these? This oh. is outstanding. Oh, coming out, you know. You get them donated. <laughs> you look like an ad for women's refuge. Yeah, leave them on the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good on you, mate. Good That's on a you. smile, Sophia. I'm just doing something. Oh, she's concentrating. <laughs> okay, anyway. so there is a website, guys, uh, www.af-drinks.com. It's all there. And <laughs> um, I tell you, it's dr- it's a drinkable uh, delicacy. Give right. us the thumbs up, Benny. Thanks, baby. And did you draw a little I'm going to go and order you? some drinks. I'm going to go order some AF. That's what I'm going to do. Hmm. I wonder if we can get some from her. She seems like she seems like um, she's got her head around business. Saying, "All right, when you bring the best of the best, best designer, best distributor, you've got a you've got people who are in the lab making your flavors and stuff." It's called yep. money, thing. Yeah, okay, she's got money. <laughs> yep, excellent. Hey, um, we're going to throw into party mode shortly. Yeah, uh, everybody, stick around. Uh, make sure you text a friend and tell them to go jump on the laptop or your phone, uh, because we've got a very talented guy called Josh Clark. Now he does like a Billy. Oh no, no, not Billy Jolly. Does an Elton John experience, and mm. he's got his uh, computer out. He's got his microphone. He's got the keyboard reader roll, and he's going to throw some stuff out. So we'll go through an interview, and we'll get some uh, tracks out of this guy very shortly. I see the numbers are warming up online. Uh, you can jump on. I'll put a little uh, 
I'll put a link there now coming up in the comments. You can jump on that. Michelle, jump on that. Stephen, Stefan, sorry, jump on that. And then you can join us here in the hot seat. We can have a little bit of a chat. All your comments go up on screen like so. This guy over here, big Logie, is, uh, see this fella here? He's coming in from Twitch. How cool wow. is that? Oh, ah. Big Logie. Big Logie. Logie again? What, is that a big Logie lock up? Yeah. Ah, what is that? Yeah. Big Logie. Big Logie. Disgusting, isn't it? Anyways. Any bacon today? Oh, yeah. Huh? Baking? Nah. No, no baking. I just haven't felt right. Yeah. I'm feeling the best. How's your I, mental health, guys? How's your mental health? It's pretty hard being locked up, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it's just more the kids that I worry about, you know, because they're so cheery and stuff. But um, I think it's hard for them not being with their friends and not having school and all that stuff. I miss routine. I'm a routine person through and through. Yeah, so we've done our social life, you know, but they're just starting their social life. And uh, it's interesting talking to my sister in London today. We're having a little chinwag about COVID because there's 4,000 cases a day over there, X, Y, Z. And she goes, do you know the biggest thing they're worried about now? Because we're not socially getting these germs. We're such a clean nation now. We're expecting there's something else that's just going to cut back in and bang us over because we're just not picking up the general day-to-day bugs anymore. No. Well, that's what happened with RSV uh, with most of the children in early childhood this year. Yeah, yeah man. Like, our kids went down with RSV. Everyone's in the um, we took baby in, didn't we? Emergency room. Yeah, um, we took and baby they said in. It was like the yeah. like day on day their biggest numbers ever. Wow, crazy. But we, we were sitting there, we were sitting there in the emergency, and our baby had all the signs of RSV. We didn't know it was RSV, but she had the little earache and the cough and the, and the hard to breathe and all that kind of stuff, and a temperature. Yeah. And then we were looking at every other kid with the same thing. You know when they go up and they have to fill out yeah. their forms, what do they do? We all had the same thing. So there was a little mini outbreak. And we wow. were like scratching the surface. They said, yeah, we've been jammed with this is called RSV. We've been jammed with it. And it's like, wow, spooky. I think it was the, the majority of the North Island that ran through Yeah, pretty quickly. Wow. Well, that's yeah. incredible. Eh? It's incredible. And they reckon fungus is going to come back and they're pretty bad. So fungus and bacteria. So, Great. hey, look, just hang in there, just hang in there, you know, like make the most of it. Where's my little Alison John? Looking forward to a little bit of a dance. Oh man, so am I. He's coming up in about four minutes' time, everybody. Um, we've got here a little message. Had a weird as fuck day too. Sally Golden, jump on this link, Sally, yeah. and tell us all about it. Join us. I got to acknowledge also, um, a new person. We've got somebody here called uh, Melissa Matthews, uh, bidding us a happy Friday. Uh, thank you very much because I haven't seen that name come up that's a new viewer uh, Selena Ann is popping off she's saying uh, to us uh, oh, hi to Michelle <coughs> more messages here very cool Stacey says what the hell is Luke wearing oh, oh. Stacey we don't know we don't know <laughs> what's going on over there it's increasingly getting more and more weird with each day that passes. I think it's COVID. I think it's the lockdown. That's it's what we're going to put it up to. It's my Dr. Zeus uh, outfit there, and that's my bullet hole where I shot myself once. But, uh, 
What I'd like to know is why you've got so many of those. Like, I mean, yeah. you had a pink one on a couple of I days. was sponsored by farmers. I did a farmer's uh, dressing gown um, spread back in the uh, 2004. What did and, you spread? You know, on the advertising and the papers, act, you know. So I did a farmer's, um, I was a farmer's um, a robe man for farmer, Father's Day. So I've got about 15 wow. of these. Uh, wow. Have you not? Hey, Luke, what what your your ad for Countdown must be on uh, YouTube? Oh, you were the butcher. Find it, eh? The butcher. Yes, Benny Mac. Are you trying to find that? The fact I was the butcher, and jeez, uh, when was the blackout years at Salsa? So that would have been two thousand and two, possibly two thousand and three. Um, and yeah, I was the butcher guy back then for Countdown. Yeah, I think so, Stacey so, has a point here. Maybe it's time to let it go, mate. Well, I'm actually trying to find. A, I'm actually trying to find a sponsor like you've got Papinelli. I'm trying to find, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> well, what you kind of thing are you looking for? You may be looking for some. Um, maybe you need to get. You know what? You need to get sponsored by Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth. What's Bluetooth? <laughs> yeah, it keeps your rock. It keeps your rock hard. Buddy, it's an online. It's like a website, and also there's me undies. So you need a, and also there's man manscape three two point It'll keep your uh, your man parts scaped. So yeah. those are your kind of things, man. You need things to look well, after your man. Is man anyone places. here looking the alpha male undies? Is anyone an alpha male undie guy, or is it? Uh, oh man, I'm more of a no? commando undie guy, you know. Oh, I've got the Calvin Klein's on. Hey, so Vega, let's have a look at your pussy. <laughs> oh, steady on, mate. Don't me no, too. It's it's a, a cat that walked past. Oh, no, it's, no, it's no virtual me doing, man. No, it's not handy. <laughs> Fuck off and get your own cat. We've got some hey, interesting... Um, I've everybody. The show had to um, turn to a shambles uh, when our special guests arrived. This is the wrong one. Oh, just oh, somebody, it's me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just thought I'd have to say hello again. You, you look like the guy that was the uh, the, the, the the guy that we've got coming up. Um, he's sitting at the table. He's got his headphones on. How's your day been, anyway? Good. Oh, it's been great and uh, went out for a bit of a joyride, as you do when you're at level three and it's uh, less sort of concerned to do so. So, you know, it was a great day all around. Oh, very good. Excellent. Yeah, how are you, big guy? Looking great, buddy. Ta-da. Give, us a, yeah. give us a tour of that little room that you got going on there. Yeah, that little compound. Yeah, you got your, 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 your table. Got the, oh, yeah, uh, look at this. 49-inch monitor for making beats, and uh, we've got the Apple TV now. Wow, oh, hey. This we, is uh, we're, using, we're using the Wi-Fi from downstairs. Shout-outs to Supreme Cafe. That was the best $5 hot chocolate I've ever spent. Yeah, so uh, we reach up top. Oh, that's mm. good. So you, you are in Auckland, eh? Yes, I earn my uh, scholarship and becoming a high school teacher. Yeah. Oh, well done. Right. Hey, can, you, can you come back to us after 10 o'clock? We've just got our uh, another interview turn up now. Um, yes. So uh, we, we do want to talk to you and delve deeper, but, uh, yeah, we've got to go to our guest. Is that okay, Manny? 
Oh, of course, of course. Happy to crash it as well. Yeah, have a good oh, around. Thanks, Manny. See you soon. Um, happy Friday. Hey, Luke, why the uh, why the name Midnight Gardener? Oh, the pro- the property used to be a garden centre back in the day. It used to be Ponsby Garden Centre. It's been there for mm. 35 years. And the, the landlord just put the rent up and she couldn't uh, stay there. But I put a lot of plants through it. But I just wanted to keep the name Gardener there or Garden or something like that. And I thought Midnight Gardener sounds good. Bang. A name of a bar is name of a bar, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, nice. Anything, anything you like. So just there's no real. Okay, this uh, Sophia is our actual special guest. G'day, Josh. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Kia ora, guys. How's it going? Oh, good, mate. You're sounding a million bucks there. <laughs> trying to, trying to. I had a little vocal warm up. La, 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 la. And do you think uh, the the keyboard's working as well? Have you got because you've got all kind of. Oh yeah, so, can you hear that? Yeah, we, we yep. got it, man. Great, got it. Right. good. We sussed. <laughs> Okay, so this is like one of those scenarios where, you know, you do a lot of Elton John, but also you're a musician. Uh, walk us through the musician part so we can get to the Elton John, because we're big Elton John fans. Okay, yeah, so like quick debrief. Uh, yeah, I studied classical music at uni, and um, I sort of got into music theatre quite heavily after that, and I worked on a bunch of music theatre productions. And uh, I moved to London a couple of years ago, and I realised just before I left that I wasn't really doing a lot of performing myself. I was doing a lot of like behind the scenes, like playing keyboards, conducting, um, doing bands and stuff like that. And I just really mm. felt like uh, I used to perform a lot, you know, and, and I, I was in the music scene and then I just felt like I wanted to get back into it. So uh, so I did. And I thought, well, what's the best way to make that happen as fast as possible? I can play the piano and I can sing and I've been doing Elton John all my life. So I, I launched this show a couple of years ago and uh, it's just stuck, you know, I've, I've loved doing it and I'm still doing it. What's the name what? of the show, mate? Uh, it's I'm Still Standing, an Elton John experience. Oh, Brilliant. Uh, what um what it's Luke Dello here, Josh? How are you, big guy? Um, hey, what, what keys are you tapping? Is that a Yamaha or? A- okay, so this is a complete control. Um, it's just a controller, so it doesn't have any sounds inbuilt onto it. And then I just download um, preset uh, VSTs, you know. So this one I'm running is called Addictive Keys, and oh, so it's all running through my laptop. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. And what about Billy Joel? Why, why not Billy Joel? Why, why <laughs> People do ask me that a lot. I just He's a bit gruff for me, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I do like him. I like listening to it. And there's a couple of bells that I really like to do. Um, I feel like as soon as you start to mix uh, artists, then it yeah. sort of cheapens the show. And I think I might as well just do one thing really well. But I haven't had a lot of requests for, for Billy Joel. So, you know, watch that space. Who knows? What about Stevie Wonder? Sorry? Stevie Wonder, he's a great pianist. Oh, I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah, big fan. And Ray Charles, oh my God, Ray Charles. Those blind black guys, man, they're fantastic. Man, oh yeah. I see. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on that stuff, and I love it. And uh, yeah, I, I did a band a few years ago um, called the Boogie Rascals, and it was a ten-piece. We had three saxophones and a trumpet and full backline, and uh, we did heaps of that stuff. It was great. And what is your show like, actually, on stage, uh, the Elton one? Yeah, so uh, for me, it's like a chance to step into an alter ego. So I, I get doled up in the costume. And as soon as I go on that stage, you know, I, I sort of try to cease to be myself and really go into the character. And it's sort of some hybrid between uh, the character that I'm putting forward and what I think to be Elton John, you know. So uh, for me, it's a very theatrical experience. And that's what I try to put, put forward. Um, Fantastic. 
And you're yeah, the only one on stage, but you've got other people, right? Yeah, there's uh, last one we actually had seven. So I I, um, I took a little bit of extra budget and got some backing singers as well. So we had two backing singers, yeah, drums, bass, guitar, and uh, I have one multi instrumentalist, Sam Jones, um, who's uh, part of uh, Samson Live Duo, who a lot of people might have heard of. Very and cool. uh, he plays saxophone, flute, clarinet, um, keyboards. He can play drums. He can play guitar. He can play anything. So an Elton John song really comes together when you bring all the instruments in and you're belting it out live like you do. Yeah, yeah. Like a friend of my, a friend of mine said to me, "What really differentiate, differentiates your show from just a covers band? You know, lots of cover, mm. lots of covers band doing Elton John." And I say, "Well, you know, my dad built this um, this big grand piano casing which we used in the last show, which kind of brings a bit more theatre to it. But also, like the arrangements are very specific. Uh, we're pulling from lots of different. There's a couple of Ed Sheeran um, covers of Elton John songs. Um, Elton John put a, a great album out a few years ago with a lot of artists that he supported along the way, singing his songs." Um, so yeah, I guess there's a theatrical element to it, and yeah, like I said, with Sam, uh, um, I think you know your, your standard kind of four-piece covers band might just have guitar, piano, bass, drums, and a singer. Um, having that second keyboard on stage really thickens the sound and kind of brings a whole different, especially when you when you start adding strings and um, mm. electric piano mixed with piano, um, really kind of thickens the texture and makes it a lot more juicy and yummy for the listeners. I love it. What's your thoughts on Cold Heart, Dua Lipa and uh, Elton John? Have you heard that? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, my friend sent me. It was just a couple of weeks ago. There's another house remix that I heard the other day of uh, Rocket Man, which is amazing as well. I love all yeah. that stuff. What a yeah. great story. That's a great move. I really enjoyed Rocket Man. I just, sorry, cut in there, oh, Josh. Yeah, Brilliant, yeah. Oh, I love that. No, me yeah. too. And, you know, Rocket Man came out about a month before I launched the show. And, uh, and I was deep in the research of the character and and then when I went to see the movie, they were just spot on. Everything that I read, everything that I watched, all the documentaries all lined up really well. I think that maybe they um, – well, they sort of played up his cocaine habit a little bit worse than um, what I'd read, but, you know, who knows? Maybe he was finally coming clean, no pun intended. Yeah, fair um, enough. Question for you, Josh. I mean, you're a professional musician, right? Do you insure your, your fingers or, you know, do you – I mean, are, are they insured? <laughs> they, they should be. <laughs> Yeah, it should be. I um, I was walking my friend's dog in March. It was the day before my birthday, and I was, I was, I was living in Waiheke in the time, and I went to tie up the dog, and uh, my hand just slipped, and I sliced my finger open on on a on a sign that said "Do not um put do not have fires on the beach." I thought it was kind of ironic that they're yeah. trying to prevent harm, and yet uh, the sign injured me. But uh, yeah, so. I've got a little scar now, which is Can fine. you hold like those fingers up? Can we have a look? <laughs> Both sides, yeah. Here they are. <laughs> and as soon as you did that, you just yelled out, I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I um, I broke my ankle in, in May oh. as well, so it hasn't been a good year for injuries. But uh, I did my uh, show in Waikiki in a moon boot. So the reviewer, um, Graham Hooper, who's a, a classic old – I think he's about 75 years old. He's still writing reviews in Waikiki for the, for the local paper. And he, he, you know, he made some kind of funny remarks about – Moon boots and Rocket Man and all that kind of stuff. Oh, <laughs> um, let's go around the uh, the cube here and find out uh, everybody's favorite Elton John track. Let's look. What do you What do you reckon? What's your favorite? I've, got, I've just got one more question. That they're, they're not a pair of wide fronts on your left hand side on the wall there, are they? So okay, left or right? Where are we going? Uh, left. Are they wide fronts? Is that a pair of underwear under that oh, light? No. no, that is a macrame. It was made oh. by a friend of mine, Ngamu. Uh, it's it's getting a bit tired because it's been through a few different households, and uh, yep. I think the different temperatures and <laughs> humidities have kind of made it shrivel a bit. But it's still some yes. you know. Uh, favorite song. Uh, I'm really. So- I've met Elton John, by the way, Josh. Amazing. Um, 
when I was uh, working in the Hard Rock Cafe uh, in London, oh, we used to do the backstage um, catering for the musicians, obviously Elton John and Prince and just to name a few people that I just hang out with. And um, he's an amazing, amazing hospitable person. And um, I really enjoyed his time. He gave him a big hug, gave him a kiss on the forehead. He moved on. Lovely man. Um, my favourite song, Candle in the Wind. Just, oh, it's such a sad, sad song mm. with Princess Diana. And mm. um, I, I love all his music. You cannot not love Elton John, but that one's got a lot of, lot, you know, that, mm. that was deep. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sophia, what do you reckon? What's your favourite? Funky Cat. Oh, right, yeah. I haven't put that in the show. I, I, I started listening to it again recently because people love Honky Cat. And it's I just, I, it's taken me some time to warm to the song. I think I might put it in the next show because, yeah, it is fun. Um, but I don't know. There's something about the intro that people either love or hate. Mm. And I kind of didn't like it at first. How does it, it go? Is, it can is you, going on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I look back, yeah, da, 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 da. yeah that's right. Um, I'm my for me, guys. I think my favorite is, I guess that's why they call it the blues. Oh, yeah. nice, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a great, uh, oh, who's the cover? It's not Beyonce. Um, there's a, there's a really great female cover of that song, um, a little bit more soulful. I can't remember the artist, but. I'll send it to you after this interview. Okay, perfect. Let's get into some songs. Hey, what, what's your favorite, by the way? I didn't ask that. What's your favorite? Me? Oh. Um, probably Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, the, the recording with George Michael and yeah. Elton John, just because I just love that the audience seemingly didn't know that he was going to walk on stage, and then bang, out comes Elton John, uh, which is also fantastic because he's always sitting at the keyboard, and for it's the only performance that I've seen where he's actually been standing on the stage singing. That's yeah. an old Michael Jackson joke, isn't it? Don't let your son go down on me or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah. I used to sing, I don't know if you've heard of a group in Dunedin called the Capping Sextet. Um, <laughs> but I used to sing in that and we used to take, you know, popular songs, whether it was Elton John and Michael Jackson and and do, uh, and we, we did exactly that. We did a parody on it saying, don't, don't let your son go down on me. Don't let your son. Yeah, brilliant. Um, hey, what, what about you, Benny? Benny, our fact checker, what's your favorite Elton John song? Oh, mate, there's so many to choose from. Um, and, and to be honest, here's a bit before my time, so I'm really, yeah. You're out, you're out here. I can't yeah. Josh, what era? You did a bit of recent character of Elton John. What era did you enjoy the most? And, you know, was it the uh, 70s? Was it's it got to be 1973, you know, Madman Across the Water. It's when all the when all the classic bangers came out, you know. Um, yeah. But if you look at his if you look at his opus, you know, it's um, and you I, I you know this is I, I looked at you know what um, what songs are he most performed in his career? Mm. And there's about sort of 30 or 40 at the top, and that's pretty evenly spread. Hey, like even some of the you know some of the bangers in the 80s as well. But but I'd have to say 1973 was his was his big year. And I think uh, from it was memory, Baldell to name. Yeah, well, getting there, getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you might have to fact check me on this one, but I think in, I think there was some mandate by his record company that he had to record three albums in 1973 or something like that. So he just did them all in one year. Yeah, go Elton John. Okay, what do you got lined up for us first? What do you reckon? Oh, I thought I'd just do a classic for you guys tonight. Yeah. So um, I've, I've, yeah, your song. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Enjoy. Take it away, mate. Just going to do a couple of little things here. Just give me a moment. No worries. Gee, he's right in control there, isn't he, Josh? Look at him. He's yeah. got everything all over. That's great. He's got to get that juicy reverb going, you know? Yeah. He's going to take things down a notch now. All right, here we go. This is your song, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. 
It's a little bit funny This feeling inside I'm not one of those who can Easily hide I don't have much money But boy if I did I'd buy a big house where We both can live I was a sculptor, but then again, no, or a man who makes potions in a, a traveling show. I know it's not much, but it's the best I can do. My gift is my song, and this one's for you. And you can tell everybody this is a song It may be quite simple but now that it's done I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words How wonderful life is where you're in the world So I sat on the roof And I kicked off the moss But a few other verses Well, they, they got me quite cross But the sun's been quite kind When I wrote this song It's for people like you then And keep it turned on so excuse me for forgetting But these things I do You see, I've forgotten If they're green or they're blue Anyway, the thing is What I really mean Yours are the sweetest eyes That I've ever seen And you can tell everybody this is your song It may be a quite simple but now that it's done I hope you don't mind, I hope you don't mind That I put down in words How wonderful life is Well, you're in the You don't mind, I hope you don't mind that I put down in words how wonderful life is. Now you're in the world. Mate. Just incredible. And you know what I liked about that performance was you're not trying to imitate Elton John. You know, you were singing an Elton John track, you know? It's great. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm trying to. You know, I spent a long time singing the songs, and every every show it changes, and, you know, I change, my voice changes. Yeah. You know? The interpretation changes, and yeah, that's music, man. It evolves and it grows all the time. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. You know, you just, it's, it's how you wake up in the morning. It's like looking at a piece of art. That art changes every day. It's how you wake up and your mind is set. Mm. And that's and how. I, hey, that, you got a little pink piano it. behind you there. What little tunes can you play in that? <laughs> Give me a second and I'll, uh, hold on. I've got to get the, the chord for it. Yeah. There you go. See, this is good radio. Uh, I've got an eye for detail, you guys. Yeah, I've got an yeah. eye. For detail. You're the biggest stalker hey, I know. Starting all around the room. <laughs> the fact that you thought that was a pair of wire fronts, mate, that says a lot. Oh, yeah. I've seen that at uh, Showgirls, that piece. Oh, <laughs> I love it's, that you it's picked a nice up on lacy number. <laughs> This is, it's a nice lacy <laughs> I bought this beautiful thing in uh, the back alley of one of the biggest uh, markets in Mexico City for 25 New Zealand dollars. Okay. And it's been around the world Excellent. with me. It's played multiple shows. I took it with me to London. Um, I've played it with DJs, and it's uh, it's slightly out of tune, but it's got character. It's a uh, lot. Wow, look at this. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Jeff Very Buckley, much. it's not even funny. <laughs> that is so, yeah. so cool. Hey, Celine, we uh, can play that at your second wedding, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you do weddings and all that kind of stuff? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I'm do. i in a duo called Dual Nature. It's myself and a guitarist, singer-songwriter called Lauren Collins. Um, we do weddings and uh, yeah, resident, music residencies and yeah, so... Available for booking anytime. <laughs> very, very cool. And you going? Are you going to be playing back at the Anthology Lounge? I think that's the last gig that you're at. I think. Yeah, I reckon probably about once a year at Anthology now. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I left it for two years playing at that venue. I mean, it's the perfect venue for the show. Um, mm. And I've, I had a long-standing relationship with Craig, who's been really good to me and helped me sort of. He actually really helped me get off the ground with the first couple of shows, and he's been really supportive. And of course, because he owns Lee Sawmill as well, I've performed up there as well. So, yeah, he's been really, really great for the show. Oh, well, Elton John's been very good to, for you, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love him. It's great. Perfect. Okay, any last questions, guys, before we wrap up our um, entertainment section of the show? That's a good 9 out of 10 for me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. <laughs> Do you have one of those foot pedal things? Uh, which kind? I've got the I, – I used to have a volume one, but I sold it for 70 bucks before I went to London, one of my great regrets. Um, okay, yeah, because yeah, I know some, some keyboards have a foot pedal – um, I don't know what it's for. Oh, yeah. I just so thought got, it looked cool. I can show you the one that I do have. So this is kind of like the standard sustain pedal. And uh, if, you, um, if you press the key without the pedal, then nothing happens. But if you press the pedal down, you press one oh, key. Right. I love it. It sustains the note. Ah. Oh, well, I feel like you've sustained the show nicely with your contribution. <laughs> and uh, maybe we can have you back to do a song every night. Who knows? Wow, be uh, this has been cool, guys. Yeah, yeah, I think you're someone like the first people that I've seen outside my house in about five weeks. <laughs> Thanks oh. for having me. <laughs> Excellent, mate. Thank you very much. We'll let you go Thank now. You I really so appreciate it. Great, guys. All the best for the show. Thank you so much. Give him a round of applause. Clap him out. Blessings, guys. Thank you so much. What a beautiful soul. We've had some good people on tonight. I've got to be honest with you. He was fantastic. He really was. 
Yeah. The passion, the passion in his talk, you know? Yeah. I love people like that. I love it when they just talk about passion. And same with Lisa King, passion. Right. Yeah. You've got a exemplary example. And uh, <laughs> it was just great. I think we need to get him back. I miss him already. Yeah, totally. It's a real shame that he's gone. What does everybody, everybody else think, uh, guys? Um, what do you reckon? Uh, let us know in the comments, please. And also, if you want to come back and join us on the stream, you're most welcome. I'll put another little uh, cut and paste stream up in our comments tonight. Hello, if you're watching on YouTube, and don't forget, we are on Spotify. So if you miss a show, you can listen to it in the car on Spotify. It's a whole lot of work behind the scenes, guys, but uh, it happens, you know? It's a lot of work, a lot of work. Actually, next week, one of the things we're going to do next week, Dane, is um, I'm going to jump in a cab and interview a cab driver. What a great idea, live. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, we're going to do a live cab driver, um, just going to Uber around, what, whatever, just go around the block, have a bit yeah. of sense what he's listening to, just to really get to know his sort of life. I think it'll be quite entertaining. A few questions you from You should get south. him to take you to South Auckland, because mm-hmm. you won't shut up about it. Well, Josh. I wonder if Josh knows he's back on. No, he's gone back. He's no. gone again now. There he is. Maybe that's he's trying we'll to watch do. the show. We'll send him to South Auckland. That's what That's what we're going to do. We'll put you in a nice Uber. Yeah. We'll send you out there with a placard, and you can put your Merrill thing out. How about we send him through the drive-thru? Yeah. Ah, send you through a drive-thru, and you can interview the person through the speaker box. That's good. Can, can everyone hold there for a second, Benny Boy? I just want to ask, now, how serious are you at giving the Merrill to your shot? Because um, I got I got Tamati Coffee coming on the show on Monday. You know, and, and look, we've all sat around and said, we want to do the JFK speech. We look great in a suit. You know, you've got a magnetic personality. But how serious are you to be the mayor of Auckland? Well, I've got a lot of backing to be the Mayor of Auckland. A lot of backing. A lot of people will say, you know, I've got some funding there to do it. Um, what I bring to Auckland, what I would bring to Auckland if I was to go for mayoralty, is the energy and the passion that I'd bring back to Auckland. I'd get rid of all the cones, orange cones. Um, all the orange ones. All the orange cones. Get rid of roadworks. There's a lot I would do. Yeah. Hey, look, I've got a, I've got a campaign, and I've put it in a pile over there. That maybe that's another show uh, in a couple of weeks because uh, I've got the PR people looking at it now. And hey, look, I'm the man of the people. I love it. Yeah. Would yeah. you turn the bus lanes into outdoor dining sort of precincts? Well, mate, I'll get rid of the bloody cycling lanes. So, uh, hey, now you're talking. Yeah. What, okay, what right. they- you don't want to run up too fast, eh? You don't want to have a too fast a run up. So, yeah, it's nice and easy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I'd have free concerts throughout summer. But just give a lot back. Yep. I mean, we all could need to have a vibe, man. We're just so regimented and so grey at the moment. I uh, thought John Banks was a good mayor. He, I think he understood uh, entertainment, you know, because he had a hospital background. Yeah, he, uh, he understood. Mm. You know, he spoke out of line a few times. Mm. Old Hubbard, he was a bit like an old cardboard Weepix box. Um, he was no good. A little bit. I've actually, to be honest, I've actually warmed to golf a lot more now. I've actually warmed towards towards him. I've got a funny little story about golf, but I can't say it on live TV. Um, no, he's he a good never old lets you talk, enough. though. Goff never lets you talk. As soon as he gets an interview on anything, talk back on the TV, he's just uh, just. Yeah, right, right, right. Rams it in there. Actually, what I might do is try to get Goff on the show next week and um, let's ask him. 
Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, Melissa Matthews is saying, great show, guys. And I also want to address uh, Michelle. How do we feel about Tom, Tom Sainsbury? Do you think this guy is just a little bit too overexposed now, not very funny? Or do you think he's worth an uh, interview? Oh, mate. Honestly, I've actually worked with him on, on set a few times professionally. Uh, genuine guy. Uh, very well loved. Extremely well connected. And um, the women love him as much as the men. And I think he uh, he loves everybody in a really sort of beautiful way. And he's also hilarious comedic talent. Uh, he innovated face swap comedy. He did a lot of political sort of... Um, maybe we could get him to do to imitate you as a face swap character mm. I don't know just thinking it. yeah uh, sorry Thane Kirby yeah. alright yeah thank yeah. you that's a good idea yeah that's I good I think thing. we should have him idea. on if he'll if he'll join us yeah okay. let's get him in there um, yeah, he's a good guy. He's actually acted alongside um, Daniel Radcliffe uh, on a wow. film, feature film called Guns Akimbo. Is that so come out yet? It's out, yep. Wow. It's called Guns Akimbo. Um, he's only got a small scene in it, but it is a hilarious comedic performance. And uh, yeah, let's get him on. Yeah, let's, let's get him on. Yep, done. Who's our second of the week today? You know what? I was just like, I'm having a lazy day today, guys. I'm not going to bother with uh, any of that. So um, Um, it's it's Luke for making lots of uh, sexually explicit comments at me. What do you mean, Sophia? I just wanted to look at your cat. No, you pushed it too far, and I'm grumpy with you now. I can tell. Uh I'd just like to say that I also. And that's why I'm breaking the ice by telling you, a minute, Benny. I mean, a minute, Benny. Luke, no more. You just keep over there in your little, uh, in your square, in that robe. (laughs) Oh, no. I like how Luke's holding his robe, too. Like, it's like... Uh (laughs) That's right, because it's going to, yeah. Yeah, he's... he's, um, yeah, he's. Uh, I feel. I feel like um, it's a great opportunity just to Luke. Come on, man. Come on, come back, Luke. You're welcome come here, back, brother. Come back, Luke. You're welcome. You're welcome here, my brother. There you, go. you know. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. I tell you what, I've got a at lot of comments you, about. My at least kids. you're not wanting to see feet, man. He did That's that last night. Not, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's cool. We, we, we're uh, we're having a we hell of a show. We're just Thane and Benny now. Yeah. 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 Shout tattoos, all of them. What about the one on your back, the big eagle on your back? No, nah, no one sees that, Manny. Come on. No one sees that. No one. Yeah. No. That was reserved oh, only oh. for the Christmas, the, the chapel Christmas parties, you know? You know that. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hey, um, hey, but Nick, that's what I want to quickly talk about, the Christmas parties. Do you think Christmas parties are going to come back or are they a dying art? Because I know everybody, one, A, is tightening up and they're not doing, you know, because you throw in a couple of big ones. So, you know, you take everybody off to an island, yeah. you go that's on through a, 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 a vineyard, you do the big you know slapped up lunch. You know what is hard about Christmas parties is you've got to watch what you say, you've got to watch what you do, and you've got to watch what you drink. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I'm like a big babysitter looking after these these the staff members, which are fantastic. But I just, I rather them. So, what I do for my Christmas parties now, every year, Boxing Day, I book two tables, 20 seats at the LSE races. Not my problem. 
Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> yep, and we just hands, yeah, free, free range. Yeah, free food, free food, free beer. Well, not free, but you know, you pay this one big lump. Yeah, stuff, and they get absolutely chopped. If they get intoxicated, uh, Johnny comes and takes them away, and I don't have to worry about. It. That's what everybody wants, though, for their Christmas party, right? They want a bit of FaceTime with a boss to either go, I fucking hate you, mate, or, you know, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. I totally respect you, mate. One day I want to be like you. Yep. Or they do, and they just want to get pissed and have a free meal and then off home. And have a fight. Yeah. On the and maybe win a couple of races, you know? Maybe have uh, a win for Maybe lose right? some money. That's definitely down there. I always give them also 50 bucks each to spend on the races, too. Oh well, that's very generous. Yeah, I'm a very generous man. It's great. It's great. I have, you are. You're a great guy. I have a little um, a Facebook group, and every day that we go over. The- what are you wearing? The blue dots are kind of weird. Is that like a polar fleece? Oh, that's your robe, is it? We've done the robe chat, mate. We've done the robe chat. Um, and so disturbing. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Take, take, just take it off, dude. Take it off. It's that time. Oh no, no, no. We'll do it later on. We'll do that on that Saturday night show, eh, guys? <laughs> I reckon just get into it for content. It's only 24 hours away, Benny. Just hold your horses. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, yeah. Hey, what I'm, last night. Oh, is this, is this tomorrow? Okay. What I'm proposing, though, is that we set up a live broadcast. You take your um, you take your laptop into your bedroom and then we'll watch you sleep the whole night. I'll be live. Okay. Longest yeah. broadcast ever. We'll turn the donations on, okay? We'll turn the donations on and people will pay to watch you sleep. And they'll also see creepy stuff, maybe maybe play weird loud music and alarms and stuff trying to disturb you. I will do that. Right. Okay, right. So tomorrow tomorrow is a big special, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Tomorrow, Luke Dello, it's going to be, we're going to watch his whole sleep cycle unfold live. Have you got any bike shorts? I think that's like... Oh, no, 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 no. Luke sleeps... No. So you better See, hope it's going to be uh, that's going to be problematic for terms and conditions. I don't, don't think so. Lose our streaming oh, no, you're not going to say much. No. No, trust me. Um, I've I've seen sleep streams before. You actually need um, like a good um, supportive uh, type of uh, sleepwear. Have you seen them before, I'm thinking, Benny? Why are you watching yeah. sleep things? Um, what on, on earth YouTube. are you doing? Watching I suggested streams. this. This isn't actually a new yeah, concept. Just, this is actually a proven just, way of generating income. Can you show just, me? Can you give me a sleep stream, Ben? Can you throw one up? I want to see one. Get the okay. elephant out of the room. This, this, you know, so in case you do see something, you get the elephant out of the room. Okay, so no surprises tonight if you do see it, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you you really have toned up, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, move on. Right, okay, that's fine. Done. Hey, um, Done. On another note, I just went onto the Curious AF website and they've got a little deal. If you want to try their uh, drinks, you can get two cans for free if you pay the $5 for shipping. So jump on and have a go. I just ordered some. Oh, good on you. Yeah. 